0: program you're about to hear contains highly offensive and indecent material.
1: Ryan, pull down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> JB, you start sucking. The host, a comedian of questionable talent, speaks
2: incessantly on topics of a sexual and scatological nature.
1: I will fuck you, but I will not eat you. I want that fucking dick down my throat while I'm dicking him down. I okay. no, my mother's listening. Your ass became a rosebud? Yeah, that's because I got dicked down real good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he
2: asks questions of his celebrity guests that are highly inappropriate and rude.
1: Which of you has a bigger penis? Oh, that's a good one. That's a fun, good one. Going down on the clitoris? Oh, yes. Oh, I like where you're going with yep. this. Um, For some reason, but- the <laughs> word strap-on just comes right out of my mouth, Bianca. Yeah, you said come and
0: strap-on at the same time. too. And he cannot stop talking about his buttocks.
1: I think your butt is telling you, no mas, por favor. <laughs> this is The Adam Sank Show. If it's in my hand, I'm going to suck it. Powered by DNR Studios. <laughs> and now...
0: The one, the only, Adam Sank! Bottom.
1: Hello, I'm here again in The Adam Sank Show. I was so inspired by Philip Markle's improv song last week that I'm trying my own. And failing miserably. Hey, welcome to The Adam Sank Show. We are not live, but this is a brand new episode. If you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, March 21st, 2020 at dnrstudios.com, the only place you can hear this podcast throughout the week that it first airs. You'll also get a whole slew of other great LGBTQ-friendly podcasts when you subscribe. If you listen anywhere else, leave us your ratings and reviews, and please email me those dick pics. And uh, anything else you'd like to say to me at adam at adamsank.com, please like the Facebook page, and donate to my AIDS Walk New York fundraising page. I'm trying to raise $10,000 for AIDS Walk New York, which takes place on May 17th, and the link is at my website, adamsank.com. Today is a very special show. We are doing something we've never done before. It's one of our best of shows, but instead of uh, a bunch of clips of our best guests, it's actually clips of just our best – Guestless segments. We're calling it Best of Guestless.
4: I feel like we could cable a bad name, but... I fine. love
1: Best of Guestless, JB. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Best of Guestless uses... Um, both assonance and consonance. <laughs> it's a perfect scheme.
4: It's the assonance that's bothering me. It just doesn't. Best sound, of guests. Best of sound right. But
1: no. So obviously, guys, this is JB, who's our producer, and today my co-host.
4: Yes. Oh my god, I've moved up to the world.
1: <laughs> you, have know, moved up to because Ryan uh, had to go. Fuck up. He, uh, <laughs> he had to go meet a grinder trick. No, he uh, <laughs> he's rehearsing for this uh, show he's doing. So it's just JB and me. But I went through episodes from pretty much the last year, going back to late 2018, but mostly 2019, and um, picking out those moments when you and me and Ryan are just like, we're just in it. We're just in the middle of a topic or a story, and we're all in a groove, and we're all just cracking each other up. And usually JB's laughing harder than anyone.
4: (sighs) My laughs. Quote, unquote, the fans love. The
1: I, fans I love it. your laugh. So hate it. No, but your laugh, honestly, that's how I know the show's going well. Like, when you <laughs> laugh at something, I'm like, oh, good. Because when you're laughing, I know the listeners are laughing. So um, we're going to work backwards, OK? This first clip is from episode 116, which was just this past November, November 2nd, 2019. And we were talking about this hip-hop star that I didn't know, but JB knew, named Tank. <laughs>
4: This hot,
1: sexy man. (laughs) And he was on some podcast where somehow they started talking about if a man sucks dick, is he automatically gay? And Tank said no. And Tank was like, listen, you know, guys, experiment. And then, you know, he got rolled on social media by a lot of hip-hop fans that were like, that shit is gay. And so he made another video where he was like, stop being homophobic.
4: He's so hot. He's great. I would suck his dick.
1: I would suck his dick without even saying hello.
4: Yeah, just you could just whip it out, big. He can pull
1: down his pants on the elevator on the way up to my apartment. (laughs) Um, The other topic we were talking about was the uh, fashion designer slash film director Tom Ford made a statement that he said all straight men should bottom at least once.
4: I remember this. Bottom.
1: (laughs) So take a listen to this clip. The first of our best of guest lists. Enjoy I became aware of, uh, of a performing artist this mm. past week that I never heard of before. Mm. His name is Tank.
3: Oh, yeah. Did you guys know Tank? I did not know Tank.
1: JB? Uh, maybe, baby. He is an incredibly beautiful, muscular black man. He's an R&B oh, singer. And he was on this podcast with a woman named Angela Yee. The podcast is called Lip Service. And for some reason, they got into a conversation about men sucking dick and whether or not sucking a dick made you gay. And here's what Tank had to say.
0: Sucked the dick one time. Jesus Christ! Does that mean that? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> say twice. You said twice earlier. So dick <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting so for I
3: the rest of this. I Sucked the dick twice.
0: Does that mean No, no. Here's the
2: thing. Here's the thing. Okay. So, yeah, I just and, sucked the dick twice. And, and this is a, this is twice as twice as excessive.
0: Okay, no, so now let, so it's no. Excessive. no but, but
2: let's dig into it, right? Okay. That <laughs> so, he
0: did.
3: He
2: sucked the dick once, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like. I'm not sure if I liked it or not. Let you me try it again. Let me try it again. Mm-hmm. And then he says, you know what? It's not for me. Don't like the taste. You see what I'm saying? Don't so no like, like
0: the he, taste. We are not talking <laughs> about <laughs> chicken. We well, are talking about dickin'. Know
2: what?
0: <laughs> dick know in his jaw. Dick in you, his jaw.
2: How you made a bar out of chicken <laughs> and, and dick. Because she's an artist at <laughs> right. Natural. It comes natural. Um, but it doesn't mean he's gay. It means he sucked dick twice.
3: Hmm. Well, I agree.
1: Yes. But of course, this ignited a firestorm among his fans and a bunch of other internet trolls who were like, what the fuck? Of course a guy is gay, even if he sucks a dick once, even if he thinks about it. Like, you know, people are very rigid. Of course. About putting people into categories and particularly in the R&B hip hop world, like, you either suck dick or you don't. And if you do, you're gay. So he got a lot of backlash and he took to his Instagram to address the controversy. Take a listen.
2: Look, make sure you go watch Lip Service. My interview on Lip Service, Angela Yee and the girls. I said what I said. <laughs> Y'all so goddamn homophobic. You gotta watch the whole clip. In in any event. It's just homophobia is real. Let me just tell you that. It's just as real as racism, classism, all of these things, and just as damaging. And it plagues our community the worse. Um, that's you know, you you this can't be this can't be used as a negative. You can't use a human being's existence as a negative we're going through enough shit you know what I'm saying we're going through enough like you don't do that like I get it you want to call me gay whatever I, I don't have to defend that to you or to anybody you don't have that power over me but um, let's get back to positivity man in any event October 25th this album is coming he out promoting his album um, Elevation
1: I love um, him I don't yeah, care what your sexual or- I'm in love with this man course. Yeah. how awesome is that
4: I want to sit on this man's face.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> Move over. He
4: could preach all that to my
3: bussy. Yes. Speak that good word. But how that great. It's really great. We need like a
1: thousand of him. Yes. Mm. Now, And he is so tasty. Seriously, look man. up
3: tank. So let's get into this um, question, though. Suck a dick? If you suck a dick, are you gay? No. Absolutely not. I don't think so either. Unless you
4: love a man, then you're gay. That's the only clarification of homosexuality
3: but i think that like um i don't know it's or, an, it's an, it's interesting because no i i i don't think it makes you gay but um i think that it's one it's different when you're when you're older because when you're younger it's all not to say that you can't experiment when you're older but like i feel like when you're younger it's easier to to sort of get away with doing things that don't necessarily ident like Classified. Well, people
1: try things out when they're young. Yeah. But listen, there's a huge double standard here. Because if women, I, pussy, am I straight? Exactly. All right. But also, you know, straight identified women are constantly making out with other chicks, having three ways with them, you know, with another woman and a man, mm-hmm. going down on women. Guys love it. Guys, are, right, oh, right, she's right, so right, fucked. Right, right, she's right. a freak. She's so hot. She's so sexy. She, you know, she brings girls into our bed. No one says, oh, she's gay. Mm-hmm. No one. But if a guy... God forbid, one time or every once in a while even wants to suck a dick or wants to get his dick sucked by a man, which, by the way, is a good idea because we do it better.
3: Well, that's true. There's no He's automatically
1: gay. That defines him. But the woman is not defined by hers. It doesn't make any. It's just it's homophobic. I, I think you are however you identify. hmm. I think the main thing is being honest with yourself and with your partners. And who the fuck cares what anyone else thinks? There's all kinds of marriages out there. Work. I will say that when I was growing up, I blew many straight guys who are mm-hmm. still straight, oh, married, yeah. Some kids. Some of them have children. And I'm sure they look back in horror at this experience. But uh, they were trying it out, and I was persistent, and I wanted that I dick. Were, I was
3: supporting them in mm. the um, exploration yeah. of their sexuality.
1: But I want to thank Tank, and uh, he, he's known for his singles. You mean Maybe Durrell I Babs that, is that his real name? Yeah, Darrell Babs. He, his uh, That's he's a hot name, best it known is a hot name. best known for the songs. Maybe I deserve. Please don't go. And when we, he's married by the way to his long term partner Zena Foster. They have two children, and um, JB sure she wants she him to. Pussy all the time. I'm sure too. JB wants to sit on his face. I want to. I want to suck his dick to thank him.
3: Yeah. And I'm not. not okay. because, it's not for me. I'm not gay. Okay. Just a, I just th- wanna, I just <laughs> take a
1: Meanwhile, fashion designer and film director Tom Ford says that all straight men should try bottoming at least once. Yes. Bottom.
0: Now,
1: go on, and then I'll. I have something to say. He said, "I think it would help them understand w- women. It's such a vulnerable position to be in, and it's such a passive position. There's such an invasion." even if it's consensual. And I think there's a psyche that happens because of it that makes you understand and appreciate what women go through their whole life. Bottom. It's not just sexual. It's a complete setup of the way the world works, that one sex has the ability to literally invade. So he, he, rec- he recommends that every straight guy take well, a dick at least once.
3: I think it's interesting, these two stories back to back, because uh, I don't uh, think that anal sex... Necessarily has. I mean, it is primarily uh, a a gay male um, act position, but I don't think anal sex has to be a gay thing. I think that like men have a g spot in their butthole.
1: Yeah, tons of straight guys and love so having fingers, yeah. toys, and so. Pegging. Yes,
3: I do think that every uh, straight man should have um, butt sex should bottom because bottom. then they're going to realize that it feels fucking awesome and then it's going to just be another thing it doesn't their partners their their female partners can strap on a on a uh but a dildo. we should
1: say that not all men regardless of sexual orientation enjoy having things in their butt sure. there's a lot of gay tops Absolutely. who don't want anything up there Absolutely. it doesn't feel good to some people no.
4: Absolutely. I believe that all women should deserve a dodo and have the right to peg their man. Yes. If 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 the man has the right to accidentally put their dick from the vagina into the butthole, she she should do the same thing.
1: JP's running for office, and this is his campaign slogan. This is
4: my platform. All women deserve dodo to protect <laughs> them for sexual harassment. <laughs>
1: so I' mean
4: guy asks you, Oh, you want to suck my dick? You want to suck my ass
1: first? Yeah, exactly. It goes along with the last story, though. It's basically, you know, men are just, we have this homosexual panic in our society. And guys are, except for guys, by the way, like Tank, who are just comfortable with their sexuality. They know what they are. They don't have to prove anything. And they're willing to... uh, Now,
3: I might get flack for this, but I think wanting to suck dick makes you more gay than wanting to get shit up your ass. Interesting. What? Because... You can put anything up your ass to, 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 to stimulate- As we've discussed Yes, this as we've discussed several times. But to seek out a fleshy, real, throbbing cock and put your mouth on it, and like, I think mm. that that- <laughs>
4: See, I feel like this is where we differ. I feel if you want something up your ass, it makes you more gayer than sucking a dick because the dick is just right there available. To want something up your ass, it requires preparation, cleaning, and loop.
1: But it doesn't have to be- I'm going to agree with Ryan. I th- I think- you know, for a guy to be bent over the bed, have his wife or his girlfriend—that uh, seems less gay to me than like actually putting a man's penis in your mouth because right. you're really you're tasting it's the and smelling whole experience. a man. Yes. there's hair, there's balls.
3: And if you're not, if you've it's never so been hot. with a, a, another man before, you're you're taking in things that you would never. I don't remember
1: yeah, I agree. So this next one uh, was kind of a historic uh, moment on the ads. This was episode 113, October 5th, 2016. That's not right. 2019. October 5th, 2019. (laughs) This was the first time that we discussed the Ukrainian orphan known as Natalia. (laughs) And this became such a major topic on the ads for several weeks that I actually created a bumper for it. Take a listen to the bumper. (laughs) Is she a sweet, young, lovable orphan? Or is she an evil dwarf in disguise? Time now for your Natalia update. I wish that Ryan were here, JB, because this is his all-time favorite episode. it's really creepy. It was just... And and the first time we did the story, the article I was reading from referred to her as Natalie. So we have her name wrong for the whole story. The whole show. But we later corrected it. (laughs) Um, And this is the clip where Ryan says the immortal words in every family there's a natalie and there's a jacob (laughs) so take a listen to episode 113 from october 5th 2018 this is the most batshit crazy story of possibly the year if not the decade um so before you two jump in because i know what you're going to say just listen to this a woman is accused of abandoning the girl that she adopted in 2010 but she and her husband claim that they did not, in fact, abandon a girl. They abandoned an adult dwarf posing as a girl who tried to kill the entire family. Christine Barnett and her ex-husband, Michael, are from Indiana. They're charged with neglect after, neglect after leaving Ukrainian-born Natalie Grace in an apartment by herself shortly before they moved to Canada in 2013. They basically were like, you stay here, we're going to Canada They paid rent for her after they left, but broke off all contact. Natalie is three feet tall and has trouble walking. The Barnetts claim that she was hiding knives under the couches, talking about how she was going to kill family members, putting chemicals in their coffee, jumping out of moving cars, smearing blood on the mirrors. She would stand over people in their sleep. She'd be standing in the middle of the room and say, I'm waiting for the right time. She was in and out of mental health facilities, but was left in the apartment in Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, This is what's really crazy. The family was already known to the world through their son, Jacob, a child prodigy, who was the subject of a 2012 episode of CBS 60 Minutes. Jacob started taking university math classes and is currently pursuing a Ph.D. in quantum gravity. But back to the perhaps evil adult dwarf posing as a child, it is almost the exact plot Of the 2009 horror movie, The Orphan. Oh, my God. So either you have to believe that the girl saw the movie, that the the adult dwarf saw the movie and decided she, too, was going to impersonate a a, a Ukrainian child. In the movie, it's like a Russian child. She pretended to be a Ukrainian child so she could, like, terrorize this family. Or she's a real child, albeit one who's fucked up, and the parents saw the movie and decided, we're going to (laughs) pretend... That this is what happened to us. There's no way that any real life situation could so closely parallel this movie, because it's a I crazy premise.
4: Baby. I need to see this baby. Um, um, I,
1: I, there is a picture of her, but I don't have it printed I out.
3: I am deeply disturbed, <laughs> and I have no more. I have no more comments at <laughs> this time. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I mean, the headline alone just completely woman claims adopted girl she abandoned
1: was really an adult dwarf no, I, who wanted to kill on her my, family
3: on my breakdown it's parents charged with abandoning adopted child they claim is really evil dwarf <laughs> well that was
1: my headline oh, you that was that my up. synopsis it's, uh, it's,
3: it's now weird. what's really fucked up you, I mean this is really fucked up <laughs> everything I mean, about it is, is fucked really, up. but here's
1: oh. what's crazy no one knows where Natalie is right now
3: no what? one can find
1: her w- what's oh, the, my God. What's the brother's name
3: the brother's name is Jacob In every family, you have a Jacob (laughs) and you have a Natalie. One is a prodigy, prodigy, one is an evil dwarf. Well, this story is really upsetting to to
1: adopted kids as well as to dwarves.
3: Yeah, it's really
1: (laughs) (laughs) neither of whom are known to be evil. (laughs) so I think we just need to wrap
3: this up. So yes. yeah. So
1: so anyway, they've been charged. I think until they can locate Natalie, it's hard to know who's telling the truth. But um, the defense claims that Natalie was actually a twenty-two year twenty-two year old woman when they left her behind, um, and that uh, according to the family doctor, Natalie's date of birth at the time of adoption was clearly inaccurate. She had adult teeth and had already begun menstruating.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> So are you sure this is what the family doctor said? Because in the best case, I I take the doctor's word for it.
1: Oh, God, I don't know. But anyway, this led me to watch some of the clips from Orphan, and what a terrifying fucking movie that is. Anyhow, we'll have to see how this plays out, but of course we had to talk about it. Best of Guestless. Still hilarious, even though ultimately it turned out that Natalia really was just like a sweet, abandoned... Dwarfs funny orphans. then it got sad. It got sad. But but the good news is she's living with a family now, and she's well and she's cared for, and she is not an evil adult no, posing she's a as child a child. Just
4: wanted
1: to love. Now she's a teenager, but she's doing very well. Um okay, let's go back to the summertime, August seventeenth, twenty nineteen. This was episode one oh seven, and this was we had a lengthy conversation about an article I found, I think, on BuzzFeed. It was 17 of the most horrifying things ever ever found inside people's bodies. This may be the hardest you ever laugh, Jamie. <laughs> because
4: it's, I I find it so baffling because I am a person. And I always think, I, I think of myself as an average person. But clearly I'm not. I clearly are smarter than the average person because I know not to put things in my body.
1: Well, especially a lot of it was food. Yeah, there were a lot of food items.
4: I also think because I'm a fat bitch too. Like, yeah, I <laughs> You're like,
1: never... I- I'm not going to waste that shit. Yeah, I'll but eat it. I'm not going to put it up my ass. But... <laughs> there was a lot of things in asses and vaginas and even other orifices. Um, this was also the clip in which Ryan revealed something shocking that he sat on as a child on purpose. So take a listen to this clip of the 17 most horrifying things that were found inside people's bodies. BuzzFeed had an article uh, recently titled 17 of the most horrifying things ever found inside the human body
3: all right let's get into they it they
1: asked medical professionals uh in the buzzfeed community to write in with the weirdest thing they ever found inside a patient's body and uh you will not be surprised to learn that almost all of them were things that had been shoved into people's assholes and vaginas
3: Naturally. Because, I
1: mean, there aren't a whole lot of other places you can get something lodged. Right. And because people do shove strange things up their assholes and vaginas. Um, We're not going to read all 17, but these are my favorites. Number four was a ham sandwich discovered underneath a woman's boob. Um, Wait. ham sandwich uh, with bread and
4: cheese.
1: the, The doctor or nurse who wrote in said, We admitted a markedly obese patient with uncontrolled chest pain. Standard procedure is a Hyba cleanse bath to prevent infection upon arrival to the unit. I found a molding ham sandwich under the fold of one of her breasts, to which she exclaimed, I wondered what happened to that sandwich. (laughs) Oh, my God, girl. You know it's time to lose a few pounds when you lose a sandwich underneath your own. There's breast. a
3: moment where you just have to reevaluate. Jv is
1: losing. It.
3: It's pretty absurd. Jv, don't laugh at
1: the morbidly obese. <laughs> I
4: can't help it when they do something like something that you see in movies and TV shows that you never thought is possible. She must have had
1: a lot of sandwiches, like <laughs> in bed with her, right. and that one was the one that got away. Uh, the, the next one was: you Do you guys know what a swimming pool noodle is? Yes, of course. It's like that spongy, rather large thing that, that you, you beat your friends with. That you, that swim you put with. up your ass. Well, yes. <laughs> Someone wrote in my first night as an ER tech, a guy came waddling in, and he wouldn't initially tell us what had happened. Once we got him back, he told us he had slipped while lounging by the pool. This is the story they always tell that they slipped, and. There, they found an entire pool noodle shoved up about seven inches of his rectum.
3: Damn,
1: that would take a lot of work because they're so soft and squishy. Like you'd really have to work to push that thing up there. They're also
3: not. I mean, I don't. I can't. I don't think that would be very comfortable. Well, it wasn't comfortable for him. He had to go to the ER. Well, clearly, I've heard of people um, like fucking um a noodle like, like um make it a U and then you push it together and then you stick your dick between it.
1: Like you make a um. I like do you call that like a flesh it? jack out of it. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't do that, and I definitely wouldn't try to shove it up my ass. And if I did, I also wouldn't
3: sorry. Also, there's a hole in some of them where you can blow water out of them. Oh. So that could also be something you could try to stick your dick into. It could be a douche as well as
0: a yeah. sex toy.
3: Well,
1: another thing caught in a man's rectum uh was a three wick Yankee candle. <laughs> this guy claimed that he slipped while getting out of the shower and landed on the candle. I have a theory that he was just trying to make his butt smell better. Sure. (laughs) By putting in a scented candle.
4: (laughs) I'm just, why a candle? I really, tons of other things. If it was the first time that I would put something in my butt, I would never think a
1: candle.
3: I'm sure it wasn't the first thing he put in his butt. But didn't he? He said he he slipped and fell. They all claim that they slip and fall onto the candle. Yeah, like but the
1: candle was just oops. Like, you the you candle just was just on the fall. ground. It's so clumsy, right? Just nothing like goes up an, an ass that easily. You no. have to yeah. lubricate it and work it in. You can't Even the slip most.
4: Or fall a dick. It's not possible.
1: By the way, those three wick Yankee candles. That's like the kind you broke in my apartment, right? Those are big.
3: Those are really wide. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Um, thank <laughs> you for letting everyone know. When you almost killed my dog, remember okay, that, everyone.
1: Um... <laughs> This next one is. a uh, Lady's like. Um. I guarantee you've never heard of this. A googly eye, like a plastic googly eye, was found inside a girl's I, I, ear.
3: I'm sorry. You, you think we like haven't heard? These are not like that crazy. <laughs> like a pool noodle. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, I'm familiar with a googly eye. No,
1: I mean you've never heard of anyone <laughs> oh, finding oh, a
3: googly <laughs> eye in someone's body. Got it. Got
1: it. Got it. I Fuck thought you're you were saying Ryan. like. <laughs> this Jeez. person writes in. I'm an audiologist. One time I was doing an event for high school girls and was demonstrating a video octoscopy. I looked into one of their ears and there was a googly eye staring back at me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to see how fingers. Can
1: that you know, imagine? <laughs> so creepy. The That's girl said she had put it in there when she was much younger <gasps> and could never get it out. And she said she could hear it rattling around whenever she would shake her head.
3: Oh my God, no! Bitch, tell oh your parents.
1: My God. Go to the doctor. Sweetie, you... That's like a horror movie, though. You look oh, inside yeah. someone's ear and there's an eye staring uh, out at you.
4: What's wrong with you? you I am fully grudge, yeah, spooked.
1: <laughs> this next one is dedicated to Ryan. An elderly man came in with a porcelain pig lodged <laughs> inside his rectum. I mean, of course. <laughs> like, that makes sense. There's no other information given. <laughs>
3: That's all we need. But porcelain is nice and smooth. Right.
1: And if you really identified as a pig yourself, I could see where you would want another pig inside you.
3: Mm-hmm. It's the circle of pigs. It's the sir- circle
1: of pigs. I'm sorry. I'm feeling very singy today. Up your <laughs> Okay. This next one is called Potato Salad in a Woman's Vagina. My friend's mom was a nurse for many years, and she said the strangest thing she saw was a girl who came in because her boyfriend had stuffed her vagina with potato <laughs> salad. <laughs>
3: I will never be able to look at potato salad the same I way. I mean, I would again. say get a new boyfriend. Yeah. That's just rude. Wait
4: like was it just one scoop or was it like a scoop of potato salad and was she just like sitting in the
3: whole out when he was in college just dumping a whole know. bowl of potato uh, salad I Just pouring <laughs> it in like for safekeeping. Yeah. For, I was like I'm going to have my own little picnic and um, <laughs> my own potluck and I'm bringing potato and why salad. Why did she say no? Why
1: she Maybe it was on? like Irene Bremis last week was saying her sexual fantasy was to eat cake while someone ate her out. Maybe his fantasy. He loved potato salad so much. There
3: is something really sexy about both, the deli counter and like the as you can get there so i'm kind of understanding yeah depends on who's behind the, the deli counter yeah another oh, thing shoved sure. up a man's ass was a butternut squash now this is something you hear a lot this is like <laughs> yeah. no, is but, well like Fruits. a squash or like an cucumber, egg c- cucumber, a cucumber something yeah yeah yeah
1: my dad my dad used to work as an emt one night they brought in a man who had a whole butternut squash up in his rectum his excuse when they asked how it had gotten up there, he claimed to have been gardening naked at midnight.
3: As one, one does. does.
1: And once again, he just slipped and the entire butternut
3: squash I'm just fell just up there. i just not buying it. No like, one's buying it. I, that, to get that up and then for it to get stuck. Like, yeah. <sighs> it's impossible. Yes. Your asshole okay, would have to be so open and so big for it to go in without You can't lose. just
4: slip on dick. That's not how this works. I think these
3: people are trolling us. Like I think they're purposely getting shit put like stuck in their ass just so they could be like, "I don't know how this happened. It just I just fell. Just, just slipped." This next one made me squirm a little bit. I had a patient
1: who told us someone put something up there and he didn't know what it was. It looked very nondescript on the x-ray. I was able to sedate him and remove it in the ER. And per ex- examination by myself and about ten other medical staff, we realized it was a portable bike pump. What? Now, when I first heard, read this, I thought it was about those pumps, those old-fashioned pumps where you yeah, have a handle. That's where my framework. Like, but like, I know like it's small. Like when you're exploding smaller. dynamite. Yes. But, but I think no, it was it's... just one of those cylinders, those yeah. little silver, so, like it's like long and smooth. And I could see where that could go. Up that's going to be
3: us next month.
1: Yeah. You know, by the way, Romaine has pointed this out. If you stick anything up your ass, make sure there's a base to it that stops it from going all the right. way in. So you can That's why it those out. dildos have balls attached to them. Yeah. You're not supposed to just stick something up that that can disappear.
4: That's why the men that you have sex with have men attached to the penis. But they
3: I have just, a man that stops them from going go all the way in. I just don't understand like how these things like slip in and get like lost in your asshole like a giant Fucking uh, squash. Like, it, y- y- how does that happen? I think people these are, are
1: people who are gross. They're, <laughs> they really are obsessive. I mean, listen, there are some people that are obsessed with having giant things in their ass, whether it's dicks, dildos, toys. Uh, and they see something and they go, hmm, I wonder how that would feel. Now, full disclosure, I was, as I was uh, putting this together, I thought about my own ass experimentation. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can ever remember putting up there was when i was a teenager and i first started realizing that i was gay i would jerk off and i had one of those oversized kind of bonnie bell lip gloss things it was like a giant chapstick and it was purple it was grape flavored and it was probably the size of like i don't know like a roll of quarters Mm -hmm. and i would sometimes like i wouldn't stick it inside me because again i didn't know about lube I, i wasn't but I would push
3: it kind of against my butt while I was Mm. jerking off. And then I would use the chapstick. Oh, wow. Kinky. (laughs) Um, I think when I was a child, I uh, sat on a plunger, like on the the wooden... (gasps) On the wooden handle? Ow, didn't that hurt? Um, Probably. Probably got ass splinters. It's possible. They're still there today.
1: (laughs) This next guy um, came into the ER with a bottle cap stuck in his throat. He didn't even feel it. Uh, They had to use a small medical net to fish it out. When we told the man, he suddenly remembered drinking some water three days prior and
3: not being able to find the cap. Okay, so that still is like crazy to me, but at least a bottle cap, you know, is on a bottle which has liquids in it that you drink. Like that that makes some sense to me.
4: See, but I just choke on plain water and (sighs) die. How do you have a
1: bowel cap? Right. Well, that's
3: it still doesn't make sense to me. I still can't understand it, but at least it like sort of is in the right world.
1: Next one. I used to be a 911 operator. I took a call from a lady because she had a goldfish stuck in her vagina.
0: No idea if it was
1: alive or dead when it went in, but she couldn't get it out because the scales were facing the wrong way. That's horrifying for oh, Goldfish. Dear. And finally, the last one is a cheeseburger in a woman's vagina. Now, that makes total sense to me. What
4: is with the food? I'm, ama-
1: I'm, I'm thinking the cheeseburger was completely mashed up. It couldn't have been like a whole cheeseburger. But, Unless you have a wide vagina. I have a wide <laughs> vagina. It says, my sister is a nurse, and she had to remove a cheeseburger from some woman's vagina. There's no other uh, information given.
4: Okay, so I guess women's vaginas are picnic baskets, and men's assholes are <laughs> yeah, it was the
3: same guy gardens. who shoved the
1: potato salad. He also shoved a cheeseburger. Yeah. it uh, has got a very specific that, uh, fetish. Picnic. All right, moving on. I thought I knew we'd mm, enjoy that right story. The more, by the way, the takeaway is don't shove anything up your ass or vagina that doesn't belong there. No. Thank you. Best of guest lists. Okay, so this next one, uh JB, this was an episode where the guest actually didn't show up until 8 minutes were left. <laughs> this is my friend Jeff Shearer who does improv and like most straight guys and lesbians, he doesn't know how to late. He doesn't know how to set a clock so or a calendar. So he showed up uh with 8 minutes left. So we had we found ourselves with all this extra time that we had to fill and this is the longest clip you're going to hear today. It's 13 minutes long. I personally think this is 13 of the best minutes ever on the Adam Sank Show, (laughs) for no particular reason except we just were really firing on all cylinders. (laughs) And here's some of the things we discuss in this clip: how much money OnlyFans stars are making, because it turns out they're making big bucks. So much money.
4: Again, I'm thinking on doing porn, making my OnlyFans. I
1: I think you should make it happen. (laughs) We talked about the LA exhibitionist. Who was this hot guy who kept uh, going around Los Angeles naked and posing for photos? Sometimes alone, sometimes in sexual positions with other people. We discussed him. Um, we talked about a story of a man who broke into someone's home wearing a bra and nothing else. Yes. Do you remember that one? Yes. He was I do. completely naked, <laughs> but for a bra. And even now you're laughing. And finally, we discussed a Greek Orthodox bishop who claimed that when women enjoy anal sex, it leads to their having gay babies.
4: Yes. Oh, my God. This this is going to be a great clip, y'all.
1: I think this is a clip to remember. So take a listen from, from August 10th, 2019. Speaking of porn, have you guys ever wondered how much those OnlyFans models make I have wondered.
4: I, I don't need to wonder why. Because <laughs> Matthew can't. <Kipp. laughs> uh, well, Matthew
1: probably makes more than most. How much yeah. do you think he makes? Has a he talked lot. about it?
4: Yes, I'm not going to say. It, but well, a if lot. he
1: says it. Oh, he doesn't say it on the air. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let me just say this. Um, this article is. Uh, I don't know where I found it, but it basically talks about how it's changed the game. Because for years, people would make porn, and you'd get maybe a thousand bucks for one scene, mm. and then you'd never get anything else. And that scene. They might sell, you know, 100,000 copies of that video. Plus, it gets put on Xtube and Pornhub and all the others, and you get nothing. But these OnlyFans sites, now these porn stars are in, are in control of their own money. And, yes, you do have to pay OnlyFans or JustForFans a commission. I think they get as much as 20%, which is a lot. Yeah. But the platform is so popular and so user-friendly that it's worth it. So one performer who goes by the handle Tropical Daddy. OnlyFans tweeted on July 24th, quote, my student loans are shaking. Thanks to fans and supporters. I'm doing this until I ain't got bills no more. A screen capture was uh, included showing his all time earnings of forty nine thousand eight hundred and seventy dollars. Now, that may not seem like that much, but he started his OnlyFans career back in April. (laughs) Oh, my God. It is now August. What? Don't so tell me So between April and August, he made $49,000.
4: So you're telling me all I have to do is videotape me having the good good. I can make money like that?
1: Absolutely. This other oh, guy good. who goes by Guzduz. Guzduz. <laughs> Guz du- Guzduz. Does. Does. G-U-Z-D-O-E-S. He showed a screenshot of his all-time earnings being
3: $100,000. When did he start his OnlyFans page?
1: Uh, it doesn't say. Um Dominic Ford, the founder of Just for Fans, shared that in his first six months of the business, his site has had attracted over 130,000 subscribers. Uh, Rocco Steele, who we've talked about several times today, mm-hmm. told Out Magazine, "quote It's unbelievable. It's unbelievably more money than I used to make doing studio work. It's the type of thing that feels like it's all going to come crashing down because it's too good to be true." And I think he's right. I think, I think this he's right sooner too. Sooner or later, this, the train's going to end. Um, Austin Wolf, who's probably one of the top of all time, one of the t- one of the tops of all time, and one of the top top uh, tops OnlyFans people. He's got three thousand eight hundred and twenty-three subscribers.
4: That's weird that he has OnlyFans when he uh, helped create just for fans.
3: He's actually on for my fans. That was, oh, that's my question is. Because I get confused—is there's just for fans? There's only fans. There's a lot
4: of fans. Okay, it's fan multiple yes. things
3: now. Yeah,
1: they're they're all they all do the same thing. But anyway, he has so he has 3,800 subscribers, and they each pay ten dollars a month. So you do the math. Yeah, I'm thinking that's three hundred and eighty thousand two hundred and thirty dollars, and that's crazy. just from that one site. I think he's on other sites. Plus, he does appearances. So you can make a lot of money and i think we need to figure out a way that we can monetize this. Are we going to create uh, Adam Sink show just for fans? Yeah, i'm wondering how much people
3: would pay to ha- watch me just like watching tv while spooning my dog. <laughs> well, how much would like, you pay for that? I it mean, um, not to plug a, a non-dnr podcast, but race chaser, they have a, a just for fans where they do like they'll do like um, a mini challenge that they've created. Like they have content that's not like porn, but it's like exclusive so maybe we
4: actually could. we can do exclusive stuff. Now we have the video studio. And I know how it worked. that we got green screen. We could do a whole bunch of things. We need to things. think
3: about this. I think there's a way to make this happen, and I'd be happy to show some body would parts. Would you show your hole for for? I Adam would sh- Stank show only fans. I would show yes, my hole yes, for yeah sure. Why but not?
1: you'd want some money in return. Yeah. I mean, I'd show my hole. I've shown my whole you on would show your whole to, to anyone. Millions <laughs> of pictures of it floating around. It's floating around.
3: The internet. Email us
1: at adam at adamstank.com and let us know how much you would pay. See, here's what I was also thinking though. It's a monthly subscription, so there's this pressure right. to keep providing more and more content because if you let up, people are gonna unsubscribe. Well, it's
3: also like as a as a customer consumer, it's like I, I don't I don't pay for porn. Like I don't I don't have a right. I, I watch free porn on the internet. But if I'm going to pay, I wanna see like the good good, right? And I'm assuming that people who pay who who subscribe to these accounts are doing it are subscribing to multiple people's, like I just it's I just wonder about up. that. Or do you just have your one favorite the one person? But h- and then how do you discover? I mean, I guess you have to find stuff of the like. How do you know that you want to? I pay think it's the money? just
1: like those people who are really good at social media. Yeah. They know the ones who are good at it, like Austin Wolf and Rocco Steele, they just know what to do to keep their fans interested and continue
3: to subscribe because, you know, anyway. Wait, can I ask one more question? Yeah, yeah. You know that like you can post porn on Twitter? I do know yes, that. Yes, well, I don't understand. Like, uh, st- they're generally
1: short clips that are trying to get you to either subscribe to an OnlyFans what? or to, or seen to rent clips, a home like Two movie. minutes long. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I yeah, see they're it.
3: short. But like, how does that? Twitter's uncensored.
1: However, here's something interesting. Twitter makes it hard to find those clips. And in fact, whenever I try to tag Chris Harder, uh-huh. it doesn't automatically like if I type at Harder Burlesque, You know how it usually immediately yeah. goes to that? It won't. Huh. Because it thinks that Harder Burlesque is a porn uh, account, which it's not. Right. Um, anyway, here's a Cocktails and Cock Talk story. Uh, we haven't done Cocktails me. and Cock Talk in forever. And now, time for another stupid story from Cocktails
2: and Cocktail. CockTalk.com. Yeah, suck my cock.
1: Cocktails and Cock Talk uh, interviewed someone who's named the L.A. Exhibitionist. The L.A. Exhibitionist exposes himself around West Hollywood... And has someone photograph it, g- photograph it, and then posts the pictures. Most of them seem to be of his ass, and I printed this out because it is a really beautiful
3: ass and hole. I have oh to say, oh my goodness! Wait, and, wait, and the wait. dick is really big too. The dick is just hanging freely down. Uh, wow, yeah, that's that hole. That's like a Brent
1: Corrigan hole. It's like a perfect little that's like pinch. your dream hole. Yeah, it's pretty great. He's you have to like hairless guys to be into him. He's completely hairless. The, Can I see it one more time? the balls are hairless. The, Can I get a the closer? Dick look? Well, no. wait, Ryan. I also want to show you this picture because I thought this is the one you would
3: appreciate the most. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Can know you what what describe
1: I lo- what's happening to the listeners? So,
3: um, this this person is getting his ass eaten by a broey-looking dude. But what I love about this is the the ass is sort of perked up on either side of his head because he's sort of like holding it up he's he's pushing it up so you just see the curves here and 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 the proportions it's really a stunning photograph. and the question is is the
1: person eating him was that spontaneous or was that all set up because i mean if you pull your asshole out in west hollywood and you look like that there could just be someone passing i would by pull over that'll eat it
3: even though i'm i typically like a little hair in my in, in my hole in your stew I, <laughs> I i would i would pull over for this guy and i would show jb out. the picture. Anyway, um, give it up for the, uh,
1: what do they call him again? The, I, ma- the masked exhibitionist? The Maxis. The
4: L.A. exhibitionist. Yeah.
1: I'm going to try to get him on the show. I fully salute him and his work. And,
3: um, bravo. um okay, girl. Bravo. You know, I think he, he kind of stole my gig. He, he, he did. He did. He did come for your he did. gig. Or it's get... not too late to be the East Coast or, I w- or the New York exhibitionist. <laughs> A
1: 48-year-old man <laughs> has been showing his asshole around Hell's Kitchen. P.S. Would... P.S. It's Adam Sank. We all know him. Yeah. <laughs> Our guest is running late, by the way. So, Great. fortunately, we are also running late, and we have a lot more stories to do.
3: Let's get into and it. And in the vein
1: of the LA exhibitionist, in in Newport Ritchie, Florida, a naked man wearing nothing but a woman, <laughs> nothing but a woman's bra, literally nothing but a woman's bra, was caught on camera over the weekend burglarizing several cars. <laughs> Only in Florida. The Pasco Sheriff's Office says the naked man was seen entering the fenced parking lot at U.S. Water Services Corporation. It's uh, in Newport, Ritchie. Uh, deputies say the man then proceeded to commit several auto burglaries. He then left the area. Investigators have not yet been able to identify him. Anyone with information is asked to call the Sheriff's Office at one 800 706 It's great video because it just looks like... It's crazy. You don't see anything, and then you just see this figure enter the
3: frame wearing
1: literally nothing—not even like what's the body like? Not even shoes, girl. Girl, put
3: the put your shoes on. He
1: looks very thin, okay, and a little raggedy. Probably
3: in his fifties, and he's just got a bra. You you know what? Um, At least he has a garment. Well, you know,
4: actually, that's how you are a bank. You do it in, you do it naked. So no one, because everyone will just be staring at. Your penis, right? The, no one's looking at your face, no, or no features,
1: yeah. Dude. But why the
3: bra? Well, that's the, that's so that's ma- the question, so, so that's and that's adds to the confusion and the distraction. Yeah. It's like you're looking at this naked person, but he has a bra, and why is he wearing a bra? And you Isn't don't it? notice that he's breaking into your car, exactly. exactly.
4: There's so many wow. questions, it's so called, devious. Uh, I forgot the actual term for it, but misdirection. It's
1: yeah, sensory overload.
4: Thank you, sensory overload.
1: He doesn't seem to have much in the way of titties either. Like it, you, it's not like he's wearing the bra because he has, has to. Right? Yeah, it, he's, he's like an he's A He's Just making a most. fashion statement.
3: <laughs> an mean, iconic fashion moment.
1: Meanwhile, in Cyprus, which is not a, a country we do a lot of stories about, sure. a Christian Orthodox bishop has, has claimed that if a pregnant woman enjoys anal sex, then this will transfer to her baby, and the baby will be gay.
0: This is
3: audio of a woman okay. having anal sex, and I also just have to say that I was present when he, when Adam I, was. Looking I find this, and um, it was an experience. Uh, it was for disturbing. Sure. Yeah, okay. I hate watching straight. Porn. My issue
4: is the dick's not even that big, and he's not even putting all the way in there. She's making so much goddamn noise. That's why I don't like straight porn. Like, bitch, you do it a lot for a dick. That's not. Women a dick.
1: really don't like taking dick up their ass for the most part. I mean, but I don't, don't want to speak some for, for all do. women. Do there's some, some do, that,
3: and it's like I, I think that I think that that's great, but like. If I had an option between the thing, like, if I don't know. If, I guess if I had a vagina, I would po- probably want someone to fuck me there first. Yeah. Right, I, we're yeah, getting off topic. Way. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> the most reverend Metropolitan Neophytos,
1: which is my favorite name ever. His name is Metropolitan Neophytos of Morphu of the Church of Cyprus, said on July 23rd in a short video posted the, to YouTube, that the lack of spirituality and knowledge of Christ creates homosexuals, and the fault lies with the parents who, quote, pass on the sickness. Basically, when a woman enjoys anal sex or any, quote, abnormal sexual contact, a desire is created, which is then passed down to the unborn child. But only if the woman is into it. If she's not, if she's into, not into it. she's not into it, then you're fine. <laughs> oh Although the country has legalized same-sex sexual activity... Uh, Cypress still falls behind when it comes to LGBTI parental rights. Same-sex marriage is illegal, as is uh, stepchild and joint adoption by same-sex couples. Um, meanwhile, though, he's in a lot of hot water. People are
3: upset about this. He doesn't explain what happens if a if the baby's a, a girl. Mm. Now, does the man have to finish? Does he have to come in order for this, or is it just the is it just the act? I think she just has to really like. it. She has it. to like it. Yeah. So there's
1: no like now. It, if <sighs> if she really isn't it just enjoys dick sucking, then the baby's just going to be a cocksucker, <laughs> but not necessarily into anal. Yes. What are, what did we call those sides? Sides. He'll be a side. Best of lists. I still love all that. I hope the listeners yeah. were laughing as much as we so were. Great. Uh, okay, going back to April 2019. Now this is almost a year ago. Episode 93. And this is this was a weird episode, JB. This because this is the only time that we've had both Chris Harder and Ryan at the same time. Yes. What happened was Ryan could only stay I think for the first hour
4: for the first yeah. Or no,
1: no, I know what it was. We this was okay, this was the day after the Harbor Cruise, the DNR Harbor Cruise. Yes. And so we had all gone to the DNR cruise that night.
4: I slept in the studio because I could not go
1: home. You didn't go I home. Not, I would not woke up in time. I <laughs> thought I was going to have sex with Matthew Camp that night. It <laughs> yes, absolutely never happened. It was all in my imagination. And um, so because it was DNR week, we had to do a show at 9 a.m.
4: We did. They right? had a or party. no, 10 a.m.
1: We had a 10 a.m. show and an 11 a.m. show. So we had a
4: party in the studio for the fans that was on the cruise right. to come by see the studio.
1: So I think Ryan could do the first hour but couldn't do the second. So for briefly, we had him and Chris here together. And we talked about the Harbor Cruise. We also talked about a Kuwaiti woman who claimed to have invented a suppository to cure gayness. Yes. And this one uh, contains the immortal sentence... My worm is hungry.
4: <laughs> my gay worm is hungry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take a listen to this clip from April 27, 2019. <laughs> this is the most fucked up day in ass history, officially. First of all, we're doing a live show at 11, but we've already done a taped show first, which has never happened before, and it has fucked with my life. We were here at 9.30 this
0: morning. Oof. What is
3: the big deal? With, like, is Chris's mic there. on?
0: Is Chris's mic on? His mic's not on. Oh, hey, oh. No, now here you are! Oh, here I am! Oh, there I am!
1: Yeah. There JB's a little sleepy too. We're all a little. Sleepy. We're all You're sleepy. Sorry. It's okay. What were you saying, Chris?
0: Oh, just I mean, it's it's you know New York City transit. I um I woke up at seven thirty, which I guess you know it's, it's a, first, a first first world problem. Sure. Yeah, it's a first world problem. Yeah. I'm gonna stop talking now. <laughs> well, the reason one of the reasons <laughs> early though the reason everything's
1: so fucked up is because this is DNR weekend. Uh, as in Derek and Romaine weekend, and there are hundreds of their loyal listeners mm-hmm. in town. Uh, last night was the harbor cruise. That's amazing. Which I was on and was quite interesting. Did you go cruising? I did a lot of cruising. Um, I hung out with Matthew Camp a lot of the time. And let me just say this about Matthew Camp he it really uses his sexuality like no, no one else I've ever really? known. I'm yes, shocked. Yes, he does. When you are talking it's to mind him mind blowing update when you're talking to him you believe to your core that he wants to fuck you he really makes you feel like he's like he's just stares right into your eyes and he's so confident and he's just like he's talking about sex the whole time mm-hmm. and you think oh my god i'm going to have sex with Matthew Camp, and then 2 seconds later you see him doing the exact same thing to someone else and he's completely moved on and he yeah. it, he just i i think he really enjoys turning other people on just
3: being so
2: hot
0: being so hot he just enjoys the attention well i think i i i used to work with matthew like way back in the day go-go dancing and i always really liked working with him i think he's i think some people just kind of i mean i'm sure at a certain point you understand your natural superpowers but i think i think matt is just like a a naturally sexual you know person you know he's I love him and I think he's a great guy Mm -hmm. and it
1: doesn't feel like a put-on. It doesn't feel like sort of gratuitously sexual. It's Mm -hmm. just like he is a sexual animal and but I do think he enjoys making everyone feel like like he's hot for them right when that's clearly not the case but
0: i got very flustered at one point talking to him and i and i started to just like act like a little girl what happens when you get like flustered around a gentleman adam i just
1: i don't know what to say and i start giggling and twirling your hair on your fingers i I lose my balance especially on a (laughs) boat that's careening back and forth um and then the other thing that was happening was there were all these listeners there some of whom i had met before on the Derek and romaine love cruise and so they're all like adam sank and." You know how I am, Ryan, even with people I know very well. I don't recognize anyone. Mm -hmm. I have facial blindness. You need to say to me, I am, you know, Joe Blow, and this is how you know me, and this is when we met. And I will remember. I will Uh remember everything if you just give me a few clues. But if you just come up to me and go, hi, I have no idea. Sure. And I know I pissed off at least one person last night by introducing myself. And they're like, Mm. really? And I'm like, you know what? Were they gay? Yeah, everyone's oh, gay, but it's like just—of <laughs> course, just accept twins. that. I'm trying to be friendly and polite here. I'm not right. being a dick by introducing myself to you. Yeah, people get such—I uh, was very anxious the whole time, and that's why I just stayed in a corner with Matthew Camp, and also Zach Zimmerman, who was on the cruise, and six, and there were—you know—all the Derek and Romaine regulars were there. It was fun. Uh huh. Um, but it was pouring rain, so we were stuck right. inside the boat for the vast majority of it. And it's a harbor cruise where the whole thing is like seeing the Statue of
0: Liberty. And... Oh, you
4: thought people were stuck inside the boat. But no, there are people outside on the rain.
0: No, there were, there but I crazy. wasn't about to do that. Was there a back room? Was there a, a boat back room? Let me tell you room? something. Uh, I did try to
1: create one. And at one point, it was Not like, a girl. Matthew Camp, me, this <laughs> thruple from North Carolina, um, and some other rando, this uh, cute kid from Kansas. And we were all just kind of standing there very close to each other. And there was a lot of like sort of stroking and massaging going on and Mm, you know there were definitely erections happening underneath the pants and boners were present boners were present and at one point one of them said this would make a really hot orgy and i was like you make it happen because i don't know how to make that happen right and then it didn't happen Mm. oh but definitely there was a feeling so um so that all happened and then we recorded the first show this morning which will not air for two weeks and our guest did not show up Mm -hmm. at all so chris pretended to be
0: her a jewish lesbian and you will hear that episode on may 11th i i i beg you to turn in because it's one of the funniest episodes ever i just thank god for my bfa training i I mean it's the role of a lifetime chris really
1: used his training uh To the advantage of the ass. <laughs> so, um, all right, we have a ton of stuff to get through, and Greg Scornici will show up, so uh, we got to save he's time already, for him.
4: He's waiting outside. Oh, he is. Oh, you can yeah, bring him in is. and put him
1: on the sofa if you want, JB. It's
4: oh. a lot of effort right now to get up.
1: Okay. Hey, uh, Brian, right, do you want to? Yeah, just invite him it. in. Okay. You know him. So we're going to start with this story. A, um, a woman in Kuwait mm-hmm. who calls herself an academic claims she has invented a suppository Ooh. That cures homosexuality ah. she says that homosexuality is uh caused by a worm that gets caught in a guy's butt and the the worm feeds on sperm what and is always hungry.
3: Wow! And so feed on the sperm, and now ah, I'm
1: interested. so the worm is constantly so. This Qua- Ryan missed the first part. This Kuwaiti <laughs> woman claims that she's invented a suppository that kills the the sperm eating worm that lives in gay men's buttholes and causes us to crave sperm. Wow! The problem with this theory, of course, <laughs> is that there are plenty of gay men who never have sperm in their butthole right, either yeah. because they are tops mm-hmm. because they use condoms because they just don't have anal sex i mean she seems to think that every gay man is like a bareback bottom right just when like really hungry... only 95 percent of us see <laughs> <laughs> um, so she claims she invented this suppository and she also uh recommends that these gay men um uh eat bitter foods which increases masculinity
0: oh wow she's really pulling out all she's the gender stops th- right th- like th- thoughts like what, what what's the
1: bitter food? She,
4: what's her degree in? Well, on
1: Passover we eat horseradish, the bitter herb. So I assume that oh, would be okay. what were you asking be?
4: What's her degree in? Like where Bullshitology. Her, okay. Uh what's I mean she calls
1: herself Doctor. Her name is Dr. Miriam Al Sokel. Who
4: the fuck gave her a doctorate?
1: The Kuwait Kuwait. The University of Kuwait or whatever it is. I'm
4: clearly going to Kuwait to get a doctorate. The
1: same now. people that gave Silky Nut McNash. Exactly, exactly. Her doctor, doctorate. Yeah. Apparently in in Muslim culture, there is this urban myth that this worm, uh, this sperm-eating worm, causes uh, homosexuality. Wow. But she also claims that gay men are a third gender, and that butch lesbians are a fourth gender.
0: Hmm. <laughs> so there's four genders, and like uh, our sex organs are somehow like well somehow even, the
1: sperm-eating worm, um, which like is also me, my grinder name, <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: But then does that mean like once you have the suppository then it like like mutates you back to the first sex or something or who knows I need
1: answers for the doctor. All I know is my worm is hungry. Best of guest lists. All right, funny stuff. I need to go my see worm my is hungry. Worm right Please now. feed that cum worm. <laughs> Don't let him starve to death. It's so disgusting. What who even comes up with that?
4: Again, stupid people. I, I think I am above. I think I'm a regular, average, intelligent person. And I think that is dumb. Like, yeah. come
1: on. Well, homophobic and dumb. Also, it's someone who doesn't. As we, as we said in that clip, it's someone who doesn't really understand that gay sex is more than just butt fucking. Yeah. Doesn't always lead to come in your butt. Only when you're lucky. Yeah.
4: Exactly.
1: And finally, for this last clip of our best of guest lists, we're going all the way back to 2018, JB.
4: Oh, that was two years ago.
1: October, well, not quite, but it was October 6th, 2018, so oh, a sorry. year and a half ago. And this was a bizarre story that was on Cocktails and Cock Talk and nowhere else. And so it wasn't real. We don't think it was real, <laughs> but supposedly <laughs> naked gay men were being tied to posts in Mexico.
4: I do remember this. Oh, my God. I, I was so worried. So like, is this real? Is,
1: it sounds really like confused. nothing to joke about, but somehow we managed to find the humor in it. Plus, it, nothing ever came of the story, so I'm pretty sure it was fake. We also fake wound It was fake news. <laughs> we also wound up talking about how the iPhone is not good at measuring dicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's because
4: they have a measuring app.
1: <laughs> they have a measuring app, but it's not reliable for your dicks. So, uh, I was like,
4: who uses that for that function? Like, come on.
1: So enjoy this fuckery from October 6 2018. Fuckery. And now it's time for this week's Cocktails and Cock Talk story. And now, time for another stupid story
2: from Cocktails and Yeah, suck
0: my cock.
1: Now, one of the reasons we call these stories stupid is that I often, I will read a story on Cocktails and Cock Talk that doesn't appear in anywhere else right (laughs) this one in particular seems very unlikely and if it is happening I don't understand why they're the only news outlet that's reporting it but here's what they say in Puerto Vallarta media outlets have reported an increase in naked men being tied to posts police have received a number of calls of men found naked with bruises on their backs and buttocks often found with the letter r or the word rata which translates to rat somebody who snitches mm-hmm. though they hadn't snitched and they and when police question them they won't say who did this to them or why i really wish someone would answer that fucking door
3: Ooh, good girl
1: cocktails and talk says in this circumstance it would make more sense that the odd attack was revenge for them snitching you know, if someone steals for you, you kind of want your laptop back, not their clothes. People, police continue to investigate. What really caught my eye here was there was a picture of one of these guys tied to a post, and he looked like a porn star.
3: Oh my god!
1: He was super hot. He had this amazing ass, and it, I just don't understand how these naked gay men are being tied to posts, and there are no witnesses, and, and alive. no one knows why it's. Ha- they're al- they're barely harmed. They have like minor
3: bruising. So it's it. It might not. Do you think it's like against their will, or do you think that they're like there's consent? I don't think it's happening. Well, I think
1: they just took a picture of a model tied to a post <laughs> and made up the story. I mean, I hope it's not happening. It's I, awful yeah, if it is happening. Yeah. Um, but we will keep our eye on this. And if anyone can find this story on any other news outlet in Cocktails and Cock Talk, they include a, a TV clip from a Mexican local television station in which they're talking about this, and yeah. that seems to be their source. But again, like, I did a vast Google search and I couldn't find any well, we were sources. just
3: We were in Puerto We didn't see anything.
1: I did not see one naked man tied to a post. I did see Ryan
3: naked in the shower douching his puss. Having a wonderful time with a uh, shower piece. I think about that shower every single day. It was a very special shower. My puss never been cleaner. Um, and finally,
1: before we get to our wonderful in-studio guest, Apple's new measuring app may not work properly when it comes to measuring your dick. <laughs> I have
3: not. Have you tried this? I have not. Okay, I okay. know how big my dick I is. I mean, I do too, but like, I, I just... And I'm not happy about it.
1: I know. Um, there's a new measuring app in iOS 12, uh, and... Uh, But people are finding that it's very unreliable that, you know, you measure your dick once and it says it's six inches. Then you measure it again and it says it's eight inches. Um, (laughs) I'm
4: pretty sure this app was not meant to be used to measure your dick. I'm pretty sure that's not the purpose.
1: I think that's right. You're probably right. But But I also think that dicks. My dick is, you know, can be many different lengths depending on the time of day. My dick can be many things.
3: It can my, be whatever it wants to my be. My dick
1: is, is very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say versatile because that's not correct. <laughs> but, um, it, it changes. On cold days when I am not in any way titillated, my dick is like a half an inch. So you can barely you. see it. Uh, when it's hot outside and I'm turned on, people go, oh, this is it's a nice hanging. dick.
3: It's not bad. I mean, you've seen
1: my dick. Yeah. At, at when I've we seen were... it in, in all
3: forms. And not because we've <laughs> ever hooked up, because we haven't. No.
1: Um, but because we, I performed naked on a yes. stage in the Poconos, and for my grand finale, I came out hard. Thank you. Anyway, uh, bottom line, if you really want to measure your dick, and really, if you're over 16 you probably have already done this just use an old-fashioned measuring tape or a ruler you really don't need to uh, get fancy with the apps best of
3: lists.
1: All right. And that does it for our best of guest lists. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I really think this was a fun episode. Uh, So I hope that if you were in a car or on a plane, a train, wherever you were listening to this thing, that you were laughing out loud. Uh, JB, plug yourself.
4: Oh, my God. You can find me only on Instagram at anarchy 12 and send me dick pics.
1: Send him those dick pics. He lives all the way in fucking Rockaway, and he needs to uh, get laid. Thank you. Um, Thank you all for listening. The Ass will be back next week with a brand new live episode. Our special guest, JB, this is exciting. Our special guest next week is a two-time Tony Award winner. He wrote the book and lyrics for the brand-new Princess Diana musical. Do not forget to download Adam Sank's last comedy album. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Adam Sank. Subscribe to DNR Studios, you guys. DNRstudios.com. It's like seven bucks a month. You get this show and a million other shows. You pay my bills. Thanks, Pay you. JB's bills. Email me at adam at adamsank.com. Have a great week, bitches. Bye. Bye.